joining me in the room podcast to talk about his next amateur featherweight fight happening at Cage Titans 55 August 27th is Jake Kasky. What's up, my friend? Yes, sir. How we doing, Steve? I'm doing great, man. It's been a little minute, man, since we talked. Uh, last fight back back in November 2021. Got your first win, bro. Man, it's been a while. What's been going on all these months since that win? Oh, man. Yeah, it has been a while, huh? Lots been going on. Uh, so, yeah, last time we chatted, I think, was before that, that Phil Mocino fight at Cage Titans that I had. Um, got the got the win there. Um, we never talked after the fight. I was, uh, I, w- I was pretty pissed with my performance after that one, you know. Um, and, and that was, that stemmed from, I, d- I just, I know what I'm capable of bringing into the cage, you know what I mean? And I, I did not feel like I gave myself a, a good showing there. Kind of, kind of like my teammate, Billy Goff, you know, he just had the same things to say after his contender series fight. So, you know, that was, that was a good win. It was good to get in the win column and, and eliminate that zero. But yeah, I felt I had a lot to work on there. Problem was, I broke my thumb in that fight. I, uh, I think it was in the beginning of the third round there. I threw a lead hook, and he leaned out of range, and I rotated down and straight thumb to head. So I broke my thumb, and then <laughs> what followed was, you know, a bunch of stupidity, maybe a little bit of medical malpractice. Uh, so I broke it. Um, I went and got it evaluated. The first doctor that I saw, you know, I told him he was like, hey, it's not a, it's a, it's a clean break, you know, it's, it shouldn't be too hard of a healing process. And so I was like, hey, if I can avoid a cast, I do not want a cast. Like had him before, just a pain in the ass having a cast on the hand. Um, And he told me, you know, like I said, partly stupidity, partly maybe some malpractice, but yeah, he told me. I was good to go with no cast. Well, somewhere through the healing process, that bone shifted and thumb got displaced. So I ended up, you know, six weeks after I broke the thing, had to had to go in and get surgery, got it reevaluated, and this doctor was like, "Dude, this should have been, this should have been surgery and hardware from the get go." So that was around February I had the surgery and got back training. You know, after a few months after that, and it just been just been working in the dark ever since man just just grinding getting it back to full health excellent that's where we left off excellent well as far as you know ready to get back in the cage how long have you been ready and uh you know have you been is this the first matchup and the the first cod that's been offered to you or were you ready to fight uh previously um so i i really wanted to get on that uh, June or July, the beginning of July, that reality card at the casino. I, I really wanted to be on that card, but I wasn't medically cleared until about a week and a half, two weeks before that, that event. So like, I, I wasn't really training full bore with the thumb and it was, it was still giving me problems. You know, I could have taken a fight on that card. It wouldn't have been the smartest choice for my thumb and just I, I wasn't in shape i wasn't there yet but uh yeah man I'm, I'm i'm itching and ready to go i have i have been chomping at the bit to get anybody to try and fight me since you know since i got clear so well dude uh you got a great opponent in uh 
Mike Antidormi here. Uh, two wins in 2022. He, I believe, was on that reality card that you actually wanted to fight on. He came away with a, a, a second or third round finish in there. And then he fought for Cage Titans on their last card. And he had a dominant, um, you know, three-round fight there. Couldn't have put away this opponent. But, man, he showed a lot of ground game, a lot of grit. Uh, man, what are you thinking about this matchup? And how fired up are you get to go against a kid that's really going to grind in there with you? Oh, man, I, I specifically asked for this one. I I saw his performance at Cage Titans and immediately, you know, texted Dexter. was <laughs> like, that's the fight I want. That's that's the one. You know, he he's a good fighter. I'll give him that. He's, he's good on the ground. He's got some good striking from what I've seen. But, um, I mean, I just, inside that cage, I just don't think there's a realm of the game that he's better at than me and you know your amateur career is supposed to be filled with tough fights like you're supposed to fight dudes that are gonna challenge you it's it's fucking amateurs dude i mean if you're serious about it and you're gonna go pro your record resets when you go pro so you got guys out here ducking fights. I can't even tell you how many guys have, have said no to me, how many times I was trying to get a fight and, and shit fell through. I mean, I wasn't even supposed to fight Antidormi. I was supposed to fight this Julian Connerton kid. And, you know, he accepted this fight three, three four weeks ago. I get a text yesterday, you know, or I, I get to practice and Dexter tells me, you know, he got a text from Pulver saying, oh, Connerton's out. His coach has said he's not going to be ready. Like, dude, what What does that fucking mean? You're an amateur. You're, you're not going to be ready. There's, there's supposed to be parts of your game that are lacking. That's why you're fighting as an amateur. So, I mean, Julian, you and your camp, you guys are a bunch of either cowards or idiots. I don't know which one it is. But, like, dude, it's crazy. And it's all over. You got, you got another one. You got Brett Casey. That kid. Everybody's heard of Brett Casey because he's fucking come on to the scene he starts running his mouth i heard he was like online running his fucking mouth about me when those rankings came out so we went to mike pulver we said that's the one let's take him you know this was before the connerton once booked we're like all right let's let's take him nope they give him the offer he says no after running his fucking mouth so it's like guys it, it, it's ridiculous dude like you guys got to take tough fights and you're out here trying to fucking pad your records fighting turds i i know i'm not a turd i know why you don't want to fight me that's not the point like grow up be a man fucking don't just be a wannabe tough guy like if you want to be about it be about it so well you know one what one thing that's really coincidental in here and the way you talk um mike antidormi's coach in uh dan uh dubuque who, um, you know, mentioned the same thing. Mike couldn't get fights early on because no one wanted to fight him. Uh, fighters were pulling out. So, you know, his coach was kind of the same, the same thing. You got amateur fights here. Uh, man, this is a learning experience. Just take them and, and get that cage time. So, um, man. Well, Antidormi well, is another one. Before, before that point gets lost, Antidormi tried to duck me for this fight originally, too. So... Him and his camp saying, oh, all the featherweights in New England, they don't want to fight. They're fucking pussies. Like, he, I asked for that Antidormi fight first. He said no. He said 
they wouldn't fight me unless it was at 140. Bro, like, you're calling out featherweights. Well, here's a real, here's a real featherweight that's calling you out, saying he's willing to fight you. And, and they initially said no. So I was prepared to come on here and run my mouth about him too. But no, thank, thank God, I, somewhere along the line, he found the courage to say yes. I mean, I, I think it might have been Mike Pulver pulled some strings too. That, that's, a, that's a good promoter right there. He puts on fights, man. Definitely, and and this is this is going to be at a 145 uh, amateur featherweight fight, correct? Yeah, this All right. this is going to be at 145. Fuck that, I'm a featherweight. If you want to fight me? We're going to fight at my weight. There you go, bro. If, if you want to go down to bantamweight, go down to bantamweight, but don't run your mouth about the featherweight division because I'm here and I'm saying yes to everybody. Well, there you go, man. Well, as far as getting ready for this fight, uh, you spoke about Billy Goff going to the Contender Series. Uh, you've been ready to fight. You've been in camp for at least three weeks because you knew uh, Julian was coming. Uh, man, yeah. how's the training been with Billy? And uh, what's going on in that gym, man? You're, you're starting to develop some uh, real good, uh, real great fighters coming out of there. What's going on in there? Man, you guys know about us. We're fucking, <laughs> we're dogs, dude. We're, we're grinding. Um, no, like I said, man, we've we've been working silently in the dark. I mean, Billy's Billy's blowing up in the spotlight. He had, you know, he had his back-to-back CES fights, and uh, I've, I've, you know, Billy's like one of my main practice partners for everything. You know, I was I was his main partner for that Contender Series camp, and I can't even speak to like the magnitude that has had on on my fight game. You know, working getting to work with somebody like Billy every day and getting to have, you know, Austin Shala in there, Randy Francis, and and to have all these partners and to be coached by Dexter, I mean, dude, it is a perfect storm. And uh, it, it's been awesome, dude. I'm, I'm so fucking proud of Billy. He's worked his ass off. We've, you know, all the extra workouts that we put in together, like, We've, we've been grinding for this, and so it's awesome to see it all coming together, man. It's, well, it's beautiful. Well, as far as, as far as fight night, well, he's getting you ready now. So uh, as far as fight night, will he be in your corner, or will he be on the side just cheering you on? Oh, man. Billy, you're going to fucking hate me when you watch this. <laughs> he's supposed to be in my corner, but what he do? Kid goes and books a vacation to Puerto Rico. He gets his UFC money, right? And he thinks he's fucking. He thinks he can just take off whatever he wants. Um, now he he messed up the dates and he he booked a Puerto Rico vacation, so he won't be there that night. But he's there in spirit. Oh, dude, gonna, you... he, he's gonna be giving me pep talks on the phone in the back, you know, trying to trying to settle everything down. So. He'll, he'll be there. He's a good dude, man. He'll be watching the stream, and, you know, he, he'll definitely be calling you in the back room. He called me on my live podcast when he was uh, in between getting a contract on the show. That's how... Yeah, uh, that's awesome. That, that, mean, yeah. Billy's an incredible... That, also, that speaks to you, man. That speaks to you as an as a interviewer, as a podcaster. Like, you do a great job, man. And us, us fighters, we want to talk to you. We want to chat some shit and get on your show, so... I appreciate that's, that's it, man. That's on you as well. Doors always open, bro. So, dude, uh, as far as this fight, man, what do what do we expect to see from you? You've been off, uh, not almost nine months, uh, till this fight happens, man. What are we gonna expect to see you after that first uh, win back in November? Man, you're gonna see a more complete package. I know fighters say that every time, but you know, I saw. Uh, 
I saw Joe Giannetti say recently, you know, that he's a very emotional fighter. They, that he he brings emotion into that cage in order to in order to fight at a certain level, and I resonate with that a lot, man. Like I, I'm an emotional fighter. I used to I used to walk around wrestling tournaments and I'd see a guy and convince myself that like stupid shit, like oh he was looking at your girlfriend's ass as she walked <laughs> by, you know, and that was enough. Like I'm I'm in there. I'm ready to hurt you now. So. This time around, I'm I'm trying to remove some of that emotion and, and come in a bit calmer, come in come in more composed. You know, a lot of a lot of mental work has been going on behind the scenes, and I think that's really gonna show itself in in my cage presence, my ability to manage the manage the fight and all that comes with it. And not for nothing, you know, I train with fucking Billy Goff every day, so you know my striking is moving leaps and bounds. So, excellent, we'll my man. I'm, I'm, my hands are feeling heavy. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Awesome, bro. Well, I I know you're hungry to get in there, man. Uh, last question before I let you go. How busy are you looking to stay? You're an amateur. You're trying to take as many fights. Um, you know how look how busy are you looking to stay? And will you will you travel to, to take an Amy fight somewhere else? Oh, I would love to, man. I, I want to, the goal is after this one, either two or three more, and, and then we're going pro. I'm, I'm hoping that the pro debut comes early next year. Like if we, so we've got this one in August 27th. I would love to get one, you know, either for Cage Titans or, or any other promotions. You know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm willing to travel. I'm willing to fight anywhere. But get two more before the year ends, get a January reality date maybe, and then go pro after that, man, because I'm telling you, these elbows, they're coming. <laughs> they are fucking coming. I, I, it, it's going to change my game. These guys these guys think that the wrestling pressure is, is bad now. Wait until you're coupling that with elbows in your face. I mean... Oh, I'm itching to go pro. That's my that's my only regret about like this Antidormi fight is like I wish it was pro because I'd be putting elbows in his teeth, dude. Well, dude, uh, man, we're excited to see this fight. We got two up and coming featherweights, really, really high, high level gyms. You know, Dan Dubuque, who is actually, you know, just uh, I I saw an announcement today that kid's fighting for a CES title, coming out of the woodwork after like three years off. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's training hard with Ant. Just like they're, uh, I they're mean, a great camp, dude. They, yeah, they really are. They're a great gym. They've. Uh, that's why I'm excited about this fight. It's gonna be good. I mean, he's good on the ground. He's got, you know, extensive jujitsu background. Great, you know, great striking. Great Muay Thai school. So, it's it's gonna be a fun one. Excellent. This is one that fight fans love. You know, two. You get two, you get two guys that are allegedly grapplers. They're gonna go in and just slang it out. Yep. So. And two two boys coming from Connecticut fighting in Massachusetts. So there's some bragging rights. There's some bragging rights, bro. Hey, Cage Titans loves me, dude. Plymouth, that's, I'm, I'm, I might move in. I might buy a beach home. That's my people. Awesome, my man. With that said, bro, shout outs, uh, thank yous, uh, sponsors, social media. Let it all out there, man. You got three weeks before this fight happens. A lot to go on, man. Yep. Um, obviously, again, shout out to all the guys at the Rough House. I can't thank Billy enough for, for what he's done. You know, we live together now, so he's 
he's fucking right on the other side of the wall. <laughs> but, nah, man, that, he's, he's been huge for my fight career. Austin Chala, again, Randy, Steve Piles. Steve will be fighting on this card with me. All these guys, man, they're part of the recipe. Dexter as well. Um, you know, just all the support from everybody. I get a lot of love from, from you know, people all over. I've, I've got, you know, the wrestling coaching that I'm in, so I meet a lot of connections that way. And it's... It's too many people to thank, but just know that it's a lot that goes into it, um, and it's not overlooked. I, I love all you guys. Excellent. No sponsors, because I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about that yet, man. I'll get paid when I go pro. I'm worried about fucking fighting right now. So Excellent. We'll, we'll get there. Definitely. Um, Social so, media, yep. Jake Kasky, Jake underscore Kasky. Follow me on Instagram. Me and, uh, me and Lily Goth, we're about to put out some fucking vlogs. You guys might get some behind-the-scenes content, get a, a, look in the, a look in the kitchen. So, yeah, man, a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe. I'm excited. Excellent, man. Well, glad to have you back in the cage, bro. It's been a while. Uh, man, uh, anyone from the Dexter gym, man, is uh, cool with me. I love you guys, man. You always bring it. And uh, Dex, Dex is making an army over there, man, and, and it's great to see, bro. So, with that said, yeah. man... Jake, thank you so much for coming on. We'll see you in like three weeks, man, uh, with this great, great matchup. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun. All right.